Hello. Welcome to the Uncle Kevin Podcast, episode 31. Episode 31. That's right. I am your host, Uncle Kelvin. Big Kel. Kelvin? That's right. It'll all tie in together. Just be patient. I'd like to give a big shout out to myself for remembering to bring in all these episodes concurrently without trying to mess up. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. That's the only way this thing will be big like we need it to be. I help you guys so you can help me. I remember when I used to start this podcast and I wouldn't even know what episode we was on. You remember that? Yeah. I'd be like, man, this is episode seven. It's two, one, one, episode three, one, one. Nope. Now we got episode 31. I'm glad you guys are here. So let's go ahead. What are we going to get into today? What are we going to get into this episode? We're going to tell you about fame. We're going to dwell into fame. All right. Then we're going to talk about a little uh, anxiety. Everybody goes through some type of anxiety, I guess. I don't know. Then we're going to talk about uh, sleeping. Just sleeping. Just going to sleep. What about that? Then we'll deal with some uh, UFC picks. Some UFC fights coming on this weekend. Like I said, I don't know when you guys are hearing this. It might be hearing this seven years from now. I don't know. Hopefully not seven years. Please. That means I've been slowing up. And my main man, Remy, ain't been doing something. I don't know. (laughs) And then as we will end it off with our favorite part of the podcast. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Please make sure you stay tuned for that. All right. So let's get started. Uh, Someone asked me recently, they said, because I have a podcast, man, how famous do you want to be? I'm like, listen, man, I don't like, because I've been around famous, famous people. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I've been around famous people like People just like when you say, <gasps> what? <gasps> they coming in. Who, who's coming in? <gasps> you can't look. <gasps> My God. So I've been around famous people. I've been around people that are famous in only certain circles. You know what I mean? Because if you hang around, let's say, in the. Um, uh, do they still have circuses? Are circuses still around? Circus? Ring Brothers and is the universe so circus is they still around because those, those people are really famous amongst like the circus people like if you hanging out with like a famous contortionist or a famous clown shout out to Bozo <laughs> Bozo was the most famous clown we had around here besides uh, Goofy the Clown 
aka Devon Love. But was Bozo. Bozo the clown was the most famous clown, right? Bozo! Who's your favorite clown? Come on, Remy. Give me uh, that Bozo music. Oh, that Bozo thing. Right there. So, but those are famous, like, super, uh, Ronald McDonald. Okay, you yeah, got Ronald McDonald, but does he have a uh, a thing? Yeah, he's on, he doesn't really own the restaurants. So, I'm thinking, you know, how, and they asked me, say, how famous do you want to be? Well, my level of fame, which should go, if I had to choose, like, I want the level of fame where you don't have to wait in line to get into the club. You know what I mean? I want that level of fame where like, where like, like they may not see you walking up, but when you walk up and they're like, oh, nigga, that's you. Oh, okay, come on in. I want that level of fame. I don't want the level of fame like when you walk up to the club and they're like, oh, yeah, man, that's you. And you come in the club, now you need security when you get in the club. I don't want security level of fame when I get in the club. I just want the level of fame where I ain't got to stand outside in the rain like today. <laughs> With the rest of these jabronis. And I'm like, hey, I know these motherfuckers. <laughs> Why the fuck am I standing outside with the rest of you jabronis and I'm not paying money to get in here to see these people that I know? I want that level of fame. But I don't want the level of fame, you know, where I have to go in and need security in the club. Hit that uh Pooh Shiesty for me, Remy. Hit that Pooh Shiesty. Bitch, I got my own. I don't need security in the club. All they wolfing on the neck, nigga. I thought you was a thug. Yeah. So I don't want that type of fame. But I just want the fame where, you know, you know, my, my pizza comes on time and stuff like that. Speaking of pizza, I wasn't even going to bring this up. I was out. We was kicking it. And they ordered some pizza. Um, we was at a spot and they was ordering pizza and they was making a pizza special. Like, like right on bow. They putting it in the oven, taking it out like some real Seinfeld type of stuff. You know what I mean? They hitting the pizza, taking it out, creamer type stuff. And the people I was with was not even waiting for the pizza, the cheese to like become solid once it comes out the oven. You can't enjoy that goddamn pizza and it's hitting the top of your lip and you you can't enjoy it. So I'm 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 looking at these people and and, and all I'm doing it. You couldn't even cut the pe the pizza properly because of that. I I didn't understand that tonight. I wasn't even gonna bring that up. But I'm just bringing that up just out of the club, Lou. From now on, listen, let the pizza cool down. Please let the pizza cool down. I'm talking about going out, and this brings me to uh, anxiety. Um, yep, anxiety. It's because I really have an anxiety issue going out. I'm not going to dwell deep into this. Cause it can, this is many episodes. You know what I mean? I was listening to um, a clip of the breakfast club and uh, uh, Shar. I'm not going to say his complete name. I'm sorry. 
Absolutely not. But uh, Shaw went ahead and he was talking to Snoop. He was like, hey, man, if you want to go ahead and get your story out and explain how it feels to go ahead and come from when you was younger to now, you should do the interview with me. So, hey, if you want to do an interview about how you've transformed in life, come to the Uncle Kelvin podcast or T-U-K-P V-S-O-P. All right? So here you go. A lot of times I don't. I like going out, but I don't like going out. I suffer from a certain type of anxiety. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Sometimes I'm cool around people. Sometimes I get like sweaty palms. And it's crazy because I used to deal cards, if some people know. I used to be a dealer at the casino, and my palms used to sweat. I mean, like super sweat. It was like a superpower. That I guess I had superpower sweaty hands where I can go ahead and instantly I can start finger fucking somebody, I guess. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but my hands used to get like real sweaty because I had anxiety. I knew what it was. I had anxiety issues. You know what I mean? And I've always did. And to believe that I was able to deal in front of individuals face to face what, 20 years or so? And I want to tell you guys something. When you're dealing blackjack, the hardest table to deal to, believe it or not, if you had to take a guess, like, okay, like a table full of all white guys, business guys, white collar guys. New card. What do you think? Picked them up from the printers yesterday. Good coloring. That's bone. And the lettering is something called Cillian Braille. Then you see a, a table for all uh, blue collar. I went online to the thing and saw all the dead people who voted by looking at their birthdays and counting up the years. Then you might see a table of all Duggish, ruggish bones. Like he ain't dead. Like he ski masks for the COVID. The only time you niggas wear. Niggas ran inside my crib and the block team was Oh, you might see a table of all Karens. Hit those Karen uh, uh, graphics. <laughs> you might see that. But the hardest table to deal on in Blackjack, and I'm going to say this, and this is, I didn't even plan this. I know I didn't plan it. I know I didn't. This is why I'm saying it. See, this is why people love us. I didn't plan this. This is not off the notes. The hardest table to deal with in Blackjack. And like I said, I, I've dealt to gay men, black, white, transgenders, even the S's. What's the S's? You know the S's. We talked about the S's. The sissies. You name it. I've dealt to them. I mean, drunk athletes. Like I said, all groups. All groups I've dealt to in my many years. The hardest group to deal to. Here it goes. I'm going to say it. Black women. Are the hardest group to deal to when you're dealing blackjack. I don't know what it is. They have a force within them. 
that they don't even have to talk about you verbally. They can look at you and be like, oh, <clears throat> you see him, girl? That's what I'm talking about. It makes me mad. Oh, not really mad. Upset that I, you know what I mean? After, I know that's the hardest. I'm going to go ahead and deal with you guys about my love of sleeping. All right. I love sleeping. <laughs> my love of sleeping. You know, when I sleep, I find it so peaceful. You know what I mean? That I don't have to think about anything. But if I... I find it hard to go straight to sleep. What you don't want me to talk about this on? Huh? Come on, Dad. Come on. No, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Okay, then. All right, then. Since uh, the people that I have here with me, they say that uh, no one cares about my sleep. Okay, I shut up about to sleep. I won't say nothing else about to sleep. The Ultimate Fighting Championships. Let's go ahead and see what fights they have coming up this weekend. I'm going to give you my best picks. Yeah, we got about 14 or 15 fights on this UFC card. It's coming from Dubai. So, I'm not going to give you guys all those fights to pick. Unless you want it. If you want it, then put it in the comments. Remember to like subscribe and share that helps the podcast and the algorithms remember to comment all right so it's 13 fights you have uh glow with the sheriff versus john blagojovich you gonna take uh jan blagojovich because uh glow is pretty old all right you got uh corey sanhagen is against peter yan you gonna take Peter Yan on that one. You got Dan Hooker versus Islam Makachev. Alright, so we're gonna take Islam. Alright, so that's three fights. We're gonna get one more. We're gonna get one more fight. We're gonna go Lee Jing Live versus Kamhamad Shimav. You gonna go for Chimab. All these guys came out of the camp of uh, Kahib Namagomedov, so they, they pretty good. They hungry. They don't complain about how much money they make. They just out there to try to make some money. So choose all those fighters. Alright, so that's four fights. We're going to parlay those. Let's put a little money on it. How much we going to put on it? We're going to put 15 we're going to put 15 for a fight parlay. That's only going to win us $23. You know what I mean? That's decent money for us. I'll kick it back in to you guys if they if they send that money off. All right? So, with that being said, if you guys had more money to put on that, you should. Because I'm giving you advice. Oh, no, 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 no. You like that transition? <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, let's get into the special part of the podcast that everybody loves and tunes in 
Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. You gotta have this advice. You know what I mean? You got people in your life, and they uh, they're not telling you what y'all need to know, and y'all afraid to ask people. Like, man, what should I do, man? You know, shit's fucked up. Come to me. Come to Uncle Kelvin. Come to death row. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. How many questions do we have? Remember, these questions are hot right off the fire. It's like the pizza that they was eating at night, straight out the oven. <laughs> you, y'all did not let that, y'all had it in your mouth. I know y'all, inside of y'all mouths is just raw. But all right, let's go. How many questions we got? Tell me. Five. What? Five. 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 Five questions. Okay, then that's cool. I can deal with five questions. We kept them on here pretty long, so let's get into it. Question number one comes from Corn Cobb. Corn Cobb says, Guy friend, I friend zone keeps making me uncomfy and guilt trips me if I don't validate him. Okay. They have a quite lengthy question, but I'm going to summarize it. I am a sophomore in college, female, and I have a friend I made over a summer school. He's my only friend for the first couple of periods. He's really emotional, unstable, and has a long history of depression. He told me he liked me at the end of the summer school and I offered to stop being friends in case it was too hard, which is kind of weird, but whatever. He insisted it was okay, but these days he is overbearing. For example, what triggered me to write this to you is I drew on a dude's hand and he told me in detail I had made him jealous and upset with me. He said, I'm so insecure and it's not your fault. At the end of our conversation, he apologized, but why do I feel so bad? Also, I have to explain I'm not interested in dating at all to make him feel better, but in reality, I just don't want to date him. How do I draw boundaries in the least painful way? All right, then. This is what you need to do. Now, you know, already let him know you don't feel, you don't feel for him. Ain't, ain't nothing much pretty else you can do. You know what I mean? I've dated females who, who felt that they should have been with me and should have dealt with me. And I had to let them know, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't what it is. I'm not feeling you. You know what I'm saying? So just be real with them. You, 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 you've been a friend. Y'all ain't did nothing. At least you ain't said y'all did nothing. Go on. Just tell them, like, hey man, we can't be, we can't be, we can't be cool. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's real simple. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. This question comes from uh Applebee, okay, Applebee. All right, so here we go. 
someone broke into my car last week and they just came and knocked on my door this morning. Okay, then I got to hear this. I'll keep this as short as possible. I live in an area where vehicle prowling is common. You just got to use and never leave anything of value in your car. I rarely do. And the only time I do is when I forget, like last week. Okay, then you're a frequent listener. I'm good for that. I came home with the intentions of leaving again in under an hour. So I left my backpack in the back seat by mistake. I came back 45 minutes later to a broken window and a missing backpack. Amongst the things uh, in the backpack was a Bluetooth speaker, AirPods, a phone charger, and some basic snacks. And there were some other snacks. Yeah, those type of snacks. Okay. And they were no joke. I make them myself, and oh boy, I have a piece of my brownie the size of your thumb, and you'll be talking directly to God in under two hours. God damn. Anyway, I was startled this morning from a knock on my door, and I opened it, and there's a guy standing there who I've never seen before, he seemed sort of nervous, but assertive at the same time. It was weird. I kept the screen door shut between us during the following exchange. Okay, first of all, you said, I'm going to go ahead and I'll keep this short as possible. You ain't keeping this short, dog. <laughs> all right, story time. I'm going to help you, but I ain't finished reading yet, but you is not keeping this short. All right, the thief said, Hey, man, did your car get broken into last week? You said you were caught off guard. Yeah. How did you know that? The deep said, well, I was the one that did it, and I took your backpack. And then you put, I should have mentioned, he was empty-handed. All right. Then you said, what? Really? Where's my shit? And why the fuck did you come back here? And then he said, your stuff is already gone. Sorry, man. But that's not why I'm here. And then you said, getting really pissed off, then what the fuck are you doing here? And then he said, well, you had some brownies in there, and I gave one to my son, and he's eight. And then you were thinking to yourself, you live in a medically legal uh, marijuana state, and you ain't no rush to admit, you know what I mean, that it was you. And then he said, he started acting funny, so we took him to the emergency room. The doctor said the brownies had weed in them. And then you said you didn't say nothing. Then he said, so his bill in the ER is $8,000. <laughs> And he said, I think you should help pay it since it was your brownies that caused it. And then you said you was sort of, you know, fucked up that he came to your crib looking like that. And you said you just stared at him. And then you said, finally, you looked at him. I'm finna shut the door. Then he said, hey, man, 
I'm trying to be cool about this, but I'll call cops if I have to. And then you said, I think you should call the cops. Then you could tell them you stole age-restricted, medically prescribed marijuana, then gave it to a minor. Go ahead and call. I'll wait inside. You say you shut the door, and then and he hung around outside for a bit, but he left. Your question is, can you get in trouble with the police, or can he sue you or both? You say you made a police report about the bag with uh, medical marijuana. What should be your next step? All right, so here you go, man. I'm gonna help you out. You ain't gotta be worried about no motherfucking thieving ass motherfucker that broke into your car, Joe. He gonna have to go to police and tell them, hey man, I broke into this motherfucking car, stole his shit out of his car, then I took the shit home. Whatever was in his car that I stole, I gave it to my son or child or whatever. Man, you don't mean to that, man. Come on. Leave that shit alone, man. Get it off your mind. You ain't got to worry about that. Believe me. You is not going to catch nothing behind it. Uncle Kelvin solicited advice. This comes from she love you. Okay, then, she love you. This question is, someone stole my AirPods at school and to find my app has the address saved on my phone. How should I approach the person if I find them? And they have follow-up. See, they have contact. So let's go. I have no idea who it is yet. I'm a senior in high school, and someone stole them out of my bag. And I have a screenshot of the find my phone that has the AirPod exact location but I don't want to ruin someone's life already over AirPods. How should I approach the situation? All right, so they stole your AirPods. I'm sure you got some buddies. If you don't got no buddies, maybe you might have got to get a couple buddies, but you got to go ahead and get your AirPods back. You got to get that shit back, fam. You can't have people just taking shit from you because then they're going to take something else. You know what I mean? If you need me to go with you, you hit me up. Conselho não solicitado do Uncle Kelvin. Question number four. This question comes from Celebration. Okay, Celebration. Uh, the question is, just lost my job at Walmart, and I was wondering if I should get a GED. I dropped out of high school because my anxiety and stuff, but it's getting better and doesn't bother me that much now. But I'm 20 now, and I don't really know what to look for in a job or what to do in general. Any advice? All right, celebration. I'm going to go ahead and help you out. This is why I created this podcast, to help and build. Uh, you say you're 20 years old. You got the rest of your life ahead of you, man. Uh, losing your job at Walmart was the best thing for you right now. All right? Now, your question. I'm going to take your question serious. 
should you get your GED? Yeah, you should get a GED. You can get that. You can get that online, but try to get into some coding, get some skills, you know what I mean? Some trades, take you up a, a trade school. You know what I mean? Get you a electrical, uh, masonry. Um, there's plenty of trades, plenty of trades you can get into that uh, you can create your own business and your own job that you can create wealth for. So you can do that. Consejos no solicitados de Angle Kelvin. All right, last question, last question. Who is this question from? Man. You got to be kidding me. Listen, man, listen, I, I don't, I will, I am will. okay, I'll see what the, I'll, I will see what the question is. This question comes from Unicorn 79. Unicorn 79. All right. For people that don't know, Unicorn 79 is a frequent listener and a question asker. <laughs> uh, they are, they send questions in every week. We appreciate that, Unicorn 79. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank a you. lot of times your questions um, seem a little bit troops so but anyway my staff my crank staff i love you guys i love you guys they keep giving me your questions i will keep answering your questions so here we go unicorn 79 your question is how can you be less fragile hashtag i don't listen to the uncle kelvin podcast all right, Unicorn 79, I don't know why they gave me this question. I don't understand it. I'm trying, how can you be less fragile? I don't know if you're talking about me or you, but to tell you, Unicorn 79, ain't nothing fragile about me. Understand that. You make sure you recognize that. I don't know about you, and I can't speak on you, but I can speak on me all day, every day, 20 times a day. Ain't nothing fragile about me. I'm harder than a yard and ready to go at somebody's bra. <laughs> you make sure you keep listening. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember to like subscribe and share i think i've said that enough i might have to say it again i appreciate it let's do it all right we out of here peace